generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Boldly walk into the room with your head held up high. And if they don't get it, laugh about it. Don't disown your ideas because they're disowning your ideas. Don't lose confidence in your ideas because they don't have confidence in your ideas. You got gifts, you got talents, you got capabilities, you got, you got inventions, you got phone apps, you got all of these things that you need to unleash on the world. You don't have money, you may not have the financial resources, but don't allow your visions and ideas to be stifled because of what's in your bank account or not. Welcome and you are listening to another episode of Keep the Changes Money Mail. Still in lockdown, so we're still ripping through some of these inspirational pieces of content that I have in my bank of greatness, I think I called it uh, the other day. I can't remember what I termed it, but it, uh, it stuck that week, but not now. But anyway, this one's called Ignore Haters. Uh, motivation by the Mulligan Brothers. It's five years old, been watched 1.3 million times. I've probably watched it uh, about 20 times. I'm, not, I'm probably past the stage of worrying about the haters as such. Um, I, I definitely like to have some content like that handy that I can share with people because I see people starting out and they get worried about what people think and the naysayers and all that stuff. And I guess the, the thing that you realise the deeper you go into things and the more you have a crack at different things is that those people never go away um, and you constantly, like it doesn't stop, you don't get to this magical land where you don't have haters anymore and you know there's that sort of saying where um, if, if you don't have haters then you know that you're doing something wrong and you've got to learn how to practice just accepting them and not letting it impact you as much because like now when I get hate and just shit comments from people and stuff. I like I genuinely come from a place of I just wish that their life was better for them, but I still want to be like, fucking get some help, sort your shit out, why are you living such a fucking negative life? Um, which some people be like, oh, that's really aggressive. But geez, like when are they going to figure it out? And the answer is they're probably never going to. So I think as Joe Rogan suggests or reminds us that usually those people are just battlers sitting in their parents' basement wanking, watching porn, eating shit food, standing behind a keyboard, being like, oh, you're fucking shit at what you're trying to do. And they're never really going to progress beyond that. And they're not angry with you. They're not hating on you. They're hating on themselves. They just haven't learned it yet. Bang. With that said, let's rip in to this week's lesson. Uh, hopefully that was a nice little lesson for, for some people there. Fuck the haters. Just get on with it, okay? Aucklanders are free. Brackets to smile, question mark. 
We are 80 weeks deep, and recently I've been getting some amazing feedback. We talked about that at the end of last week's podcast, but it is amazing to see that so many people are taking action and that, it, that it's actually improving their situation. You know, keep it up. I love it. Got a really good one on Friday, which we'll get up on the socials as well. All of this stuff, it just starts with small incremental wins and continuing to stack them up. And then you get back to, you get to look back on a time period and realize like, holy shit, I've made some serious change in my life here. And, and you're off to the races. So good on you for taking action. And if you're listening and you feel like you're not making much progress, just keep making small progress and remember to track it because you'll, you'll then be able to go back and have a look. And that's what so often with business owners that we're working with Next Advisory, at the end of a quarter when we review what they've been doing in their business plan, they'll be like, well, you know, when I start to traffic light it and go green, done, orange, mostly done, red, no, I haven't started, need to carry it over. The greens, they're like, I can't believe I've done that much. You know, it's such an awesome feeling for them. And we're so good at forgetting the things that we've done. So don't forget to track your progress so that you can see it and draw inspiration from it. Now, Aucklanders, how happy are you? You finally get out of jail and get and can get around the country. For some of you outside of Auckland, you're probably keen to tune straight out, you know, Jaffers and all that stuff. Well, fair enough. I came from a small town before I moved to Auckland. And I tell you what, if you smile at some Aucklanders like you would in a small town, i.e. being friendly, they look at you like you've given them COVID. No lie, five minutes ago before, before tuning in to start this podcast, I saw a lady uh, walking across the street and I had to cross it. I had to drive over the footpath, sorry. And she was just in her own world. I realised she wasn't going to know that I was about to turn into that. So I was all good. I wasn't going to hit her. And then she kind of got a fright and was like, oh, there's a car there. And then just looks at me like, oh, why? Why does this car have to cross the footpath where I'm walking right now? I'm only thinking about myself. I should be angry at that person. And I'm like smiling at her and she's like, I want to kill you. Sounds deep. Sounds bad. But seriously, like, it's so sad to see so many of these people just stuck in their negative headsets and so angry at the world. I don't know if it's like an Auckland thing or people are seeing it elsewhere in the country, but for God's sake, can't we just smile and say hello to a stranger and it's all good, you know? It's okay to smile. Um, and if you don't know how to, well, bloody bite a pen and it'll force you to and it'll change your uh, your feelings about yourself as well. So go and bite some pens or buy some pens for people that you know are negative this Christmas and hand them out to them and leave an instruction that they need to bite them for 2022 and it might improve their life. Anyway, enough about that, lady. Some of these people, well, here we go, some of these people are probably loving the fact they have to wear a mask and they don't need to show any emotion. And good point, why wasn't she wearing a mask? But anyway, let's leave her alone and let's leave the 09ers alone. That's not not what we're here to talk about. We're talking about how important it is for the country to be moving freely and what this leads to. Within a couple of hours of border announcements during the week, I had flights locked in to go to Mount Monganui to go down and complete some work for the day. So that's with a client that we've been planning to do some work with. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to because we haven't been able to uh, to get down there. So now we can, which is really, really exciting. And we're going to head down there. I think it's the day after the borders uh, are announced. But within a couple of hours of those border announcements, we're on Air New Zealand. We're booking a couple of flights. That's two of us flying down there. Uh, then we're going to need flights, fuel to get there, some parking or maybe Uber to get there or a taxi to get to the airport, eating whilst we're down there for the day as well and some taxis once we get down there. So, you know, there's a cost that are going to pop up for everybody that start to travel again and it's not just us in business, it's, it's the same. So by the time we are done for the day, 
This will mean money flowing through the economy and a happy business owner with the clarity for their business in 2022. Outside of business, people all over the country will be booking travel and trips that they haven't wanted to do in fear that it would be a waste of time. Here's a pro tip and something you would have already thought of, no doubt, but wanted to include this. Only book travel arrangements that guarantee a refund or have a policy around cancellations. Then you know you're covered. You know you're not going to lose your accommodation money that you've staked because someone says, well, tough luck, conditions changed, you can't come anymore and we're not going to refund you. So look out for those accommodation providers and, and travel providers and whether they actually offer uh, a way for you to be able to get a refund if you can't go. Now, people need certainty, and without it, people struggle to make decisions. People don't make decisions when they don't have all of the information they need to make a decision. Now, if you're ever struggling with a financial decision, you can always ask yourself, what information do I need to make a decision? That is what you need to go and find the answer to, not to think about it. We've spoken about this before, but what people are saying when they say, oh, look, I'll have to think about it, and yeah, 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 uh, just give me some time to think about it, is that they don't have all of the information they need to make a decision. So they might have to go and ask their partner. They might have to go away and do some further research on it. They might have to go away and figure out if they can trust themselves to purchase the thing that you're trying to sell to them. Um, They might have to go away and figure out whether they're comfortable uh, doing or purchasing the thing that that it is that they're they're looking at in a furniture store, for instance. So people are, when they say they're going to think about it, really, they're going to go away and they need to figure out for themselves, what's the information that I need to make a decision? So you can ask people that. When they say to you, I'm going to think about it, say, well, hey, could I help you? You know, what, what information do you need to make a decision? So that could help some people out there in a financial sense and even just uh, in having com- conversations with people, whether it's in your workplace, your career, um, or even around the house. Now that we have the information that the borders will be open domestically, more people can make decisions. There'll be a lot of pent-up demand all over the country that is about to be spent into the economy. This effectively speeds up what we call the velocity of money. Well, what the hell is the velocity of money? It is a measure of the number of times that money is used to purchase goods and services within a certain time period. So it's how quickly do I get a dollar to my Uber driver who then spends it himself? You know, it's how quickly is a dollar moving through the economy in a a certain amount of time? And when we're in lockdowns, for instance, the velocity slows down because we're not spending as much. So we don't have the cash there um, to be, well we do have the cash but we're not, we're not punching it through the economy so the velocity slows down but now that we're back open uh, it, will, it will speed up. Now this is important as the speed of money exchange is one of the variables that determines inflation. Now you know what inflation is because we've learned about it. We all know that we have plenty of inflation and this pent up demand could really get Kiwi spending and spending quickly over the summer months, making the most of their freedoms just in case it gets taken away from us again. And the mad Christmas rush, I add the mad Christmas rush to this, and we're going to see some serious cash moving through the economy. More money chasing fewer goods. Don't make the mistake of searching for Christmas presents too late, as you might be relying on Santa to bring them to you instead. Now, I would suggest getting any Christmas shopping done ASAP in order that you don't miss out on getting the goods to your door before the big day. For some of you with kids, you may notice that toys are increasing in price at 30% at the moment. So inflation for toys, for kids' toys, is 30%. That's when you start to go, wow, are you serious? So when you're shopping this Christmas for kids' toys, note the price increases. You might want to protect yourself from future price increases by getting 2022 birthday presents or Christmas presents early. What I'm saying here is don't just think about Christmas this Christmas. 
Think about if there's birthday presents you need to be buying um, early next year. Do you want to get them now so that you avoid the risk that you know you might not be able to get them in 2022 or that they might be uh, more expensive? Now, this might all sound pretty extreme to people when you're thinking like, mate, are you serious that I'm not going to be able to get some of these things that I want? Well, there is supply disruption all over the world, and it's not just New Zealand, and things just aren't working like they ordinarily would. For instance, if you go online to the warehouse, for instance, Briscoe's Group, if you've got shares in either of those two companies, you will be probably clapping right now going, hell yeah, I've cleaned up on those because they've both performed uh, very, very well. But if you order something from, say, the warehouse, and you're in Auckland, for instance, you'll probably notice it turns up and you're like, "Mm, this has been sent from Christchurch. Does that make much sense? It probably came in via Auckland, then went to a warehouse down south, and now it's getting couriered back to you out of that city. So things are just a little bit all over the show, and you know, there's delays around different things, and couriers and postal routes are all jammed up, and I'd imagine it's all going to start to snowball in this next few weeks. So jump the queue, be careful, and get it out of the way so that you don't have the stress of whether things are going to turn up on time. And I, I genuinely believe that we're going to see uh, increasing cost for goods next year as well. Um, you know, our inflation is, is allegedly got a four in front of it, but you know, at the moment, if you wanted to buy kids' toys, well, it's actually thirty percent. So it's not an average inflation rate of four percent. You're looking at thirty percent. You know, things are things are getting expensive out there, and we're going to continue. But I think it will slow down eventually because. What's happened in this last 18 months since this pandemic kicked in is that interest rates have gone down so low, right? So we spoke about this maybe a year ago. We spoke about inflation back in October and started warning you to to start understanding it. Um, And then we talked about how people are going to get a pay rise. And what that pay rise was, was a decrease in interest rates from the bank. That means that we've got more money in our hands and then we can spend it. Well, it's about 280 or 380 million dollars per quarter that Kiwis have had in their back pockets to be able to spend on things in the economy rather than paying the uh, the bank in the form of interest. That's over a billion dollars. In that same time, our household debt went up. So what that's telling us is that Kiwis have more money in their hands over this last 18 months to spend on things they wanted. And um, we had then we increased the amount of debt that we had. So we're borrowing money to then spend more, even though we've got more, which is you know just the, the way the world works now. Fuck it, let's just spend even more, live outside of our means. That's why we're listening to this, to figure out how we don't be like that and change our behaviour patterns. And that's all going to get turned around because interest rates are going up very, very quickly at the moment because the banks are worried about what price they can access interest I'm sorry, access debt for in the future to then sell to you and I when we buy a property or, or finance a vehicle or do whatever. So they are raising their interest rates now, preempting that it's going to be more expensive for them to be able to get debt. Bolt on the fact that less goods have been produced because people have been shut down, so things haven't been able to be done to the same capacity as normal. And at the moment, we have more money chasing fewer goods. And that's why we've got a fl- inflation going on and seeing price rises. But that's all going to slow down but probably not for a while because it's going to, you know, you think about it, it's taken 18 months for us to get us here where we've had these low interest rates and now we're going the other way. So you think, well, if we're only just getting into inflation and it's taken 18 months and now we're increasing rates, how long is it going to take us for this to slow down? Well, my guess on simple math would probably be around 18 months to two years. 
So expect, based on some very, very quick low-level thinking or high-level thinking there, that we're going to be paying more for things right through for another couple of years. So one of the ways you can combat inflation is that you either need to invest in things that are tracking inflation or beating it, or you need to buy some of the things in advance of them going up in price. For instance, say you were uber smart and ages ago, a year ago, you were like, I can see inflation and petrol prices going up. I'm going to stack a whole heap of petrol at my house. Well, you could do that. You could buy a heap of it and store it there. And then you're not going to need to pay today's price, which is about three bucks. We're getting close in Auckland and perhaps four bucks next year. Who knows? We will find out. Um, So you could buy things now that you're going to need in the future. Very hard for us these days because we're so used to living conveniently and not storing things in the freezer and doing all those things that maybe we saw in our childhood. So it's a very, very changing world out there. But you know, I'm going to try to help and bring ways that we can be thinking about what we can be doing to combat some of these things as well. By no means am I an expert, uh, but these are things that I'm thinking about and I'm practicing for myself and we're talking about with clients and I live and breathe this shit just about every day. So look, I'm not going to get all of it right, but there's a good chance I'll probably get 80% of it right. Um, even just thinking about, okay, well, we were talking about inflation last year in October, October last year. That's 13 months ago. I just had to calculate how many 12 plus one was. Um, so, you know, you can start to see what's going to happen in the economy. But for you right now, you're thinking about Christmas, you're thinking about summer, you're thinking about getting up and getting on a plane and getting around there and good on you. You know, we need to get this country moving because it gives more people confidence to go and do their lives and not just sit on the couch or sit at home and be like, I don't want to plan that because I'm uncertain. But just remember that, you know, we're still in an uncertain world and an uncertain time and we don't know what our response is going to be like when cases start going up and things like that. And hey, we could have um, another huge meltdown of, um, of COVID back into the community next year and we end up in lockdown for most of the year. And you know, maybe we flood more money into the economy and have to bring interest rates down. You know, no one's got the answers at the moment because it's just such a, a, a moving beast that is changing week to week. So all we can do is keep learning, keep our eyes open and figure out ways that, you know, over the next 90 days, we could think about things differently or uh, protect ourselves. So you know, hopefully that has helped you understand some of these things that are going on out there. There's plenty for us all to think about because it doesn't look like inflation is leaving us for a while. Have a good weekend, all of you. P.S., we're getting close to 5,000 subscribers. We're at about 4,910, I think, when I looked yesterday. Did you know, well, here we go. Did you know, since March 2020, a drop in borrowing costs has put around $380 million back into households' wallets each quarter. We are now heading the other way with rising interest rates. So that's exactly what we've just been talking about. But yeah, pretty crazy, right? Since March 2020, so basically 18 months, um, there's been $380 million every quarter for Kiwis to be able to go out there and spend rather than pay the banks, which is good because have you seen how much money those banks are making? My word, they still know how to make a, a profit even when we're not having to pay them, right? Maybe we have to look into that another time, but there's probably not much point in us hating on the banks at the moment because, geez, it's uh, something we all need to use in some way, shape or form and... They, they charge us every which way we look, but uh, we can focus on what things we can do to control our lives rather than figuring out how the banks are controlling us, but we'll dive deep into some of those tactics at some stage too. All right, I hope you have enjoyed that. There's been some very educational pieces in there that I'm sure you will have got a lot out of, and 
uh, just, just like I say, keep learning, keep your eyes open, and you don't need to know all this stuff, but if you're making one or two decisions that, uh, that you wouldn't ordinarily make that are going to improve your life, well, you know, that's awesome. That's, that's way better than being completely blind to it. So be very aware of the conversations that people are having this Christmas and the things that they're talking about. See how many people, when you link back up with your families and stuff, are talking about, geez, have you seen the, the price of houses or seen the price of petrol? And hey, what about, I brought this the other day and it cost me this. Or I've been to the supermarket and I seem to get way less. And Mikey, you know, we'll have to get on and have a yarn with him at some stage. But he's like, watch, watch this. In the next six months, you'll see an investigation into supermarkets, an investigation into petrol, an investigation into banks from the government, but really it's basically them that's created the whole problem uh, for each of these things anyway, but they'll need to blame it on someone. And I'm not saying it's a Labour thing, it would be whoever uh, is in charge. It's, it's more a, a central bank type thing where they've allowed so much money to go into the system and, and now we're paying for it in different ways. Um, but we'll need to make the entire population believe that it was you know, completely unbelievable that this happened and how could anybody predict in October last year that would have massive amounts of inflation? But here we are. Um, so just look and, and listen to what people are talking about over the summer months and see what you can learn and see what you now understand that perhaps you didn't used to understand if it wasn't for your interest in learning about some financial literacy. Good on you for learning. I'll see you next week. We'll let the haters clip take us out. I think it's Greg Plitt talking to us. What a guy. If you drop trash on the ground, you pick it up. That's your responsibility. You hold value to yourself. When you shake someone's hand, you look them in the eye, you give them a firm handshake. Because you're here for a purpose. Everything you do, you do it to the best of your ability. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's the fact that you're doing it. So therefore, it means something to you. That's going to build a legacy. Because, you know, the title out there doesn't mean shit. You win the title, fine. That title will not get you another title. What you're trying to build is a legacy. You know, footprints behind you that are left motivation for someone else to follow. Legacy is built daily through the character, through the willpower, the code of conduct within somebody. And that's the perseverance, showing up every single day. That will always achieve your goal.